Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Kanye West opened up about his split from Kim Kardashian and the role he played in it. Benedict Cumberbatch spoke out against toxic masculinity. And we're talking with Fran Torado and Rose Damu, hosts of the Like a Virgin podcast, about the highs and lows of House of Gucci. It's November 29th, 2021. Hi, friends. I'm Shyla Watson. And I'm Ahi Sosifo. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Ahees, I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Thank you for having me. You know, it was a wild Thanksgiving weekend, but I'm glad to be here, even though we are talking about a sober topic uh, to kick off the show this morning. Yes. So over the weekend, it was announced that Virgil Abloh had died after a two-year battle with cancer. It's just devastating. He was a designer, best known probably for being the founder of Off-White. He was also the first Black man to be an artistic director for Louis Vuitton. And, you know, he worked with a ton of celebs. I mean, he designed Hailey Bieber's wedding dress and Kendall Jenner's Met Gala outfit. The whole internet, all of the celebrities that worked with him, people in the music industry were just sharing how heartbroken they were with the news. Yeah. I mean, I remember I saw the news like on my phone, like I got a push notification and I had a visceral reaction. I mean, I don't know Virgil Abloh personally, but like as someone who loves and appreciates fashion, but also as someone, you know, a woman of color, seeing him be the artistic director of Louis Vuitton, being the first black artistic director of Louis Vuitton. Like it was just like, you know, it was like, wow, we're winning. Even though just like that makes sense, you know, like collectively as black people, we were winning. And it was so sad to hear that, like, you know, this man who was, you know, just not even getting started, but like thriving and like in the middle of his first act, like he, his life was cut short and it was just, it was really sad. It was very, it was very heartbreaking to see. I mean, all deaths are sad, but it's especially sad to see that, you know. All right. So, 
Moving on, last week on Thanksgiving, Kanye West posted a video on Instagram talking about how he wants to reunite his family and fix his marriage. All I think about every day is how I get my family back together and how I heal the pain that I've caused. I take accountability for my actions. He went on to talk about his, quote, misactions, like drinking too much, going into manic episodes, his ego, his temper, becoming a, quote, self-righteous Christian, and his Republican politics. Good Lord, my wife did not like me wearing the red hat. Being a good wife, she just wanted to protect me and our family. I made me and our family a target by not aligning with Hollywood's political stance, and that was hard for our marriage. Then I ran for president without proper preparation and no allies on either side. I embarrassed my wife in the way that I presented information about our family during the one and thank God only press conference. Um, <laughs> just that last bit, <laughs> the one, thank God, the one and only uh, press conference. I, you can really tell he has some regrets, but you know what? Like, good on ye. Like, I feel like this is the first time he's really taken accountability for any of his actions. And he's mostly stayed silent through the whole thing. And I don't know if it has something to do with Kim and Pete triggering him wanting to speak out finally or what it is. But you know what? Good for him. I mean, I'm just going to say this right now, Shyla. You're a lot nicer than me. I thought that whole thing was bullshit. I mean, I'm just saying this right now. Like, not once did he say Kim's name. He kept saying, my wife, my wife, my wife. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you guys are getting divorced. So at least say my ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife. Also, like, this, I don't need to hear all this. Tell this to Kim. Send her an apology. That 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 part, though, like it, there is a part of it that's like they should be having this conversation in right? private. But, you know, their whole lives are public. So I don't know. Maybe that's I just mean, like par for the there's course. a way to do this publicly and properly. Like, I feel like somehow he still made it all about him. And, you know, if he really wanted to be, you know, a Kim, like be like, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian West. Like he could have just done one of those iOS press releases and posted it to his grid. <laughs> He didn't have to talk about wearing the red hat and not subscribing to, like, you know, the Hollywood politics. No, just say you made a dumbass decision and you made an uneducated decision and apologize. Point blank. There you go. In other news, Benedict Cumberbatch recently shared his thoughts on toxic masculinity, a major theme in his new film, The Power of the Dog. You get this sort of rebellion aspect or this sort of denial, this sort of childish defensive position of... Um, not all men are bad and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, we just have to s shut up and listen. We need to fix the behavior of men. And to understand that, you have to kind of lift the, uh, the lid of the engine a little bit. Um, I need shut up and listen on a billboard, please. <laughs> I need shut up and listen on a crop top. That is like, I, I love this because he is... I, I just feel like when people talk about toxic masculinity, it's not usually the people that have the toxic behavior. Yes. And so speaking as a man on toxic masculinity, I find that very refreshing. And everyone should take notes. I agree. Everyone subscribe to Benjamin Cumber Button Batch Boy. <laughs> 
No, I was making I was making a joke because everyone calls him everything but Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, I am as what they call a Cumber bitch. I am one of his fans. I've been a fan of his for a long time, and I mean, I love him. I love that you know. Again, like you said, it's very rarely the people who are accused of having toxic behavior who speak up about not being toxic, and you know, men and people who identify as men and people who identify as toxic. Whether you like it or not, listen. You know what? Shut up and listen. Love that. <laughs> okay, so he's. I saw House of Gucci over the weekend, and the reviews and the accents have been mixed. So joining us today are the hosts of the Like a Virgin podcast, Fran Torado and Rose Damu, who are going to help break down what went wrong and if anything went right. Hi, Fran and Rose. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi. Thanks Our so pleasure. much for having us. So you are both the hosts of a new podcast called Like a Virgin. Can you give us the elevator pitch for the show? Like, what can our audience expect to hear if they tune in? Absolutely. Like a Virgin is really all about looking back at yesterday's pop culture and giving it today's takes, um, really through the lens of our friendship, where Fran and I had like extremely different upbringings. I had a voracious appetite for pop culture and a lot of access to it. And Fran? I was more of like a Jesus camp counselor, went on missions trips (laughs) with my church. I loved listening to Reliant K and Switchfoot. Uh, So that was was my... Yeah, we could do a whole other episode on that. I still love Switchfoot, to be honest. Okay, I have yet to listen to Switchfoot, but apparently, according to Fran, they're the moment. They have bops. I did not know that they were affiliated with religion until like a few months ago. I just really like their music. Somehow they just entered my life. They were one of those Christian bands that like transcended mainstream culture. And like, that's kind of like the impetus of the podcast is Rose was constantly like, you know, we spend a lot of time together and Rose will constantly be like, what? You've, you've never seen Beetlejuice. And I was like, yeah, girl, like I had like just an era of my life that I missed out on culturally because I was so sheltered. And so this podcast kind of seeks to revisit and deep dive on things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Taylor Swift's Red Album and combines that with the pop culture of today, like entertainment and internet news, House of Gucci, etc. So yeah, it kind of takes all of that and puts it together along with like some fun guests um, that we bring on too. We have Bowen Yang, Ira Madison, in this first slate of episodes, we have Hunter Harris coming on. Uh, this week. I mean, Fran, if it makes you feel better, I also grew up with all the access to pop culture like Rose. I still haven't seen Beetlejuice and I'm 26 years young. Oh my so... God, no. Okay, God, well, okay, well <laughs> you're going to have to come on as a guest for our Beetlejuice episode when we do like a full month of Tim Burton next year, maybe if Fran, if Fran can talk me into that. Oh, love that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, I think the only Tim Burton thing I've, I've like seen, did he do James and the Giant Peach? He was a producer on it. But <laughs> this was a point I've of contention that. between us recently where I said that he was not involved and Fran always likes to check the receipts and Wikipedia things and proved me wrong. (laughs) Okay, so we want to have you both on specifically to talk about House of Gucci, the new movie directed by Ridley Scott starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, and Al Pacino. Oh yeah, I've I've heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, right? I think think it's like, you know, it's like this indie movie that's been like floating around. (laughs) 
So on a scale from hot garbage to cultural touchstone, how would you rank this movie? Wow. Oh, those are Lady Gaga's next two album titles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let me preface this all by saying that I am a little monster. So anyone listening, I want everyone to know I am a Gaga stan. It's very important context. That is very important (laughs) context for everything that I'm about to say. Um, I think it is both. It is Mm -hmm. both hot garbage and cultural touchstone. Absolutely. It is like a good movie that is also very bad with good performances that are also terrible. (laughs) Yeah. So really just the best of both worlds or the worst of both worlds. (laughs) It's, It's difficult to kind of grade it on that scale because so many elements of the film were like enrapturing and like Lady Gaga really is the best part of the movie. And I little monster or not, I think that that is like really the thing that's coming through. She's so charismatic and enrapturing. And like, I honestly didn't expect that. I kind of was expecting something to be kind of bad and campy. And obviously she understood the assignment she still gave us camp but i think the film as a whole had an editing issue and focused honestly on some of like the least interesting parts of like the true story which is extremely juicy and a great premise for a film i do think there's a better movie inside the movie and one that stuck closer to patrizia and the romance and the murder and less of the business stuff But I agree with Fran that I think Gaga is really like the shining star of this movie. Also, Selma Hayek and Al Pacino were great. But like, I don't know, after seeing A Star is Born, like A Star is Born is kind of just Gaga playing a version of herself. And here we see her play like an actual character and a real person, although she, you know, kind of chose not to meet that person. So (laughs) who knows how much of this is like a realistic (laughs) portrayal. But... It is Gaga being, like, a fully embodied character and, like, a villain, which I love for her. Yeah. An anti-hero. Yeah, and, like, chewing every ounce of scenery possible. And I think, like, some of the dissonance comes from the fact that, like, some of the actors feel like they're all in different movies, but Gaga is in the movie that I want to watch. Exactly. And like the hours spent on like the financial drama that Rose was talking about, like it really just felt like a a gorgeously staged and costumed like episode of a crime thriller podcast. Like I I was like, I really I I don't this is these are not the parts that I want to be watching. Okay, so in like to that point, I saw it over the weekend and I truly feel like I aged several years when it was done. It was so long. And I read over the weekend that they actually cut some of the beginning. So it was even longer. And I do feel like so many of the scenes were just, do we do we need this? I don't know if this is the most interesting part. Like, how do you guys feel about the time? It's like I think it's like two hours and 40 minutes or something. It's it's extremely long. I will say I was never bored. It just was long and could have been a lot shorter. And basically, I think they could have cut like Jared Leto from the movie. Yeah, and it would have been yeah. a better movie and a shorter I think the one. General consensus is Jared Leto was like not necessary. Yeah, yeah. he was a little Halloween town. Um, I, <laughs> Calabar's Revenge. <laughs> I really felt to me, there's something about like how Gaga, you know, falls in love that is just so watchable to me. Like the first 30, if the whole movie 
was like the first 30 minutes of that movie leading all the way up into the marriage, I would have been in it for the two hours and 38 minutes. Much like A Star is Born. Like, A Star is Born is a great movie until shallow and then becomes a whole other thing. And I think the same is true with House of Gucci. And I wish that it had been about them falling in love, about the murder, and then a little bit more of the courtroom drama. And that would have been a, a much better movie because I didn't like how we spent all that time in the movie and then she kills him. And then we get a like two years later title card. Like that to me is the interesting part. I want to see this woman like, you know, reckoning with the fact that she was so in love with this man and hated him so much and then killed him. Like there's that great scene towards the end where Gaga's in the bath as, as Maurizio is being killed. And it feels almost like sexual, but also you see the immense amount of pain that she's in. And I wanted to focus more on that and less on like that guy wearing the loafers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay. I want to talk more about it. We will be right back with more from Fran Torado and Rose Donahue. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hello, hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking It, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I, I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do, don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. The NFL is back and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season, now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up-to-the-minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL! Download to your mobile device today at nfl.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. Welcome back. We're here with Fran Torado and Rose Damu, the hosts of the Like a Virgin podcast, talking about House of Gucci. Now, we all remember back in March when the first set photos from House of Gucci were released and the internet lost its mind because of how hot Lady Gaga and Adam Driver looked. So what did you think about their chemistry in the movie? Rose, you were talking about this a little bit, but tell me more. Their chemistry was incendiary. I, you know, Gaga, (laughs) as we've seen in all of her music videos, like she can have chemistry 
chemistry with anyone. I mean, she can have chemistry with inanimate objects. Like, it, it's can and has. <laughs> and that that really is the core of the movie. And, like, the, the one of the main reasons it works is because you believe their chemistry. I loved how um, it shows how much she, like, schemed and, like, engineered their meeting and, like, his attraction to her in that first scene where they meet at, a, at the party and he calls her Elizabeth Taylor. I thought was great. I guess talking about those first set photos, I think we were all expecting a movie that was going to just be a meme. And like, it was, it was more than that. It really was. And like, I think that their kind of like pairing really drove it home for me. Like they were hot in those photos and they stayed hot beginning to the end of the film, especially in that sex scene. Yes. Let's oh get into it. God. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm it. about to pull my hair out. This to me, if there was any question on the casting of Adam Driver, that, that, that doubt is eliminated in this moment when he is taking Gaga to pound town in the way that Adam Driver knows how to. Literally pound, because like the sound editing, I mean, hopefully they win an Oscar for that. And I love how it's such a tight close-up on Gaga. Someone tweeted it the other day, and I I quote tweeted and said, I hope they use this as her Oscar clip. I think it's really funny the way some of the late night hosts were talking about it when they were interviewing them. Like, this is one of the best sex scenes I've seen in years. And like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say that about it. But it was, it was like a car crash that I couldn't look away from and and didn't want to. And I I will just say that like Lena Dunham somewhere is, is shaking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, on the topic of Lady Gaga, this is her first big acting role since A Star is Born, which came out in 2018. And like you said earlier, you know, as much as people love that film, I'm not going to inject my opinion it was her <laughs> oh no playing... but now i want to know <laughs> uh not a fan but it was her playing a you know elevated version of herself but this again you know playing a whole new character this was new for her so what did you think of el gaga in a non-musical oriented role i honestly felt bad about having contributed to the Gaga's accent is bad discourse after watching the film. <laughs> like, I, I I watched it and I was like, actually, Gaga's accent was not the worst in that movie. In fact, far from the worst in that movie. And honestly, I was never, not once, distracted by it. I think that it's really easy to take things as a meme and to say, oh, haha, it's Gaga, she's a pop star, she can't act. But she's actually an amazing actress. And I, I kind of, like checked myself on it because Rose and I have been talking a lot about the film and how like Gaga really is a part of this share like lineage of the pop star to prestige actress kind of like movement in her life. But Gaga got there a lot faster. Cher had quite a handful of like flop movies before she got her Silkwood nomination and then her win for Moonstruck. And, you know, Gaga is like already like well on her way. And, you know, when Cher was in movies, her name would come on the credit screen and people in the audience of the movie theater would laugh at her. Which is a crime in and of itself. Right, yes. honestly. <laughs> and here, but here I was doing basically the same thing to Gaga on Twitter. Yeah, and I do kind of think that no one else could have played this role. And if anyone Truly. had, this movie would have been like a blip. Gaga does make the movie. She is the most captivating on screen. Like I always wanted her to come back when she wasn't on screen. And 
I also like don't know why she didn't do a song for the soundtrack. Like, why don't we have a Gaga cover of That's Amore? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need it. <laughs> well, so, you know, where do we think Gaga goes after this? Like, where do we think, you know, what's next for Gaga? Well, as a little monster, I, of course, would like another album. I think maybe I would like another, like, cheek-to-cheek moment. I think, like, now that she is this, like, celebrated actress, I, I see, like, that as maybe the next step of her musical evolution. I would love to see her in a musical. I would love to see her, like, on Broadway. I have a friend who always jokes that, like, one day she will star in, like, the My Best Friend's Wedding jukebox musical. <laughs> which would be amazing. Yeah, but I think acting is always going to be part of her career now. And, you know, like, we know about Gaga that, like, performing has become difficult for her over the past few years because of, like, everything that's happened with her body. So I think this is, like, a nice, like, thing for her to do between her, like, album cycles. But as much as I love actress Gaga, like, I'm always going to want music Gaga more. Yeah, I Rose and I, you know, touched on this. We We talked about this a little bit, but, like... I think what Gaga is, like, kind of coalescing and moving into is, like, she really could be, like, a huge star. Like, Rose and I have honestly prophesied that that she should be, like, in the next Marvel movie. Like, she should should be in the (laughs) MCU. She can join Harry Styles. It's probably inevitable. But, yeah, to me, she is, like, a captivating actress. And, like, this is, like, the follow-up to something that got a lot of buzz after A Star is Born, and she didn't disappoint at all, in my opinion. It was, like, the kind of script that disappointed if anything remember when there was the rumor that she was going to be ursula in the live action little mermaid like i wish that had happened i know (laughs) melissa mccarthy will be great but like gaga would have tore yeah she would have tore well i mean we have a lot of disney movies to pick from so maybe maybe yes (laughs) oh so true okay so fran rose where can our audience find both of you and the podcast uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at rose domu you can find me at Fran Squishco on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find our podcast through either of our social media or by looking up Like a Virgin podcast on anywhere you stream podcasts. Yeah. And if you want to hear more of our thoughts about House of Gucci, we are doing a deep dive into it this week. Um, so there will be much more discussion of Lady Gaga, probably to a, a, an almost unhinged level. With oh. guest <laughs> Hunter Harris, which we're excited about. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to listen. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Of course, Thank you for having our pleasure. us. Father, can we all do one together before we yes. sign off? Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Father, son, and house of Gucci. Really hard to do <laughs> over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember to all the men out there, just shut up and listen. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, Jeep! Leaping grab to Monte Adams! Plus, watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Wow! Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.